Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. you it is me the host of the believe in bravo besties podcast diana jebbia hey you know we got an amazing episode today but before we spoil too much of that i do want to remind you to follow me on instagram and tiktok at diana jebbia g-e-b-b-i-a while you're there go show some love for believe they are at believe network and believe lifestyle believe is spelled b-l-e-a-v I hope you had a really good long holiday weekend. I am just coming down from mine. I know last episode I said we were going to go check out World Dog Day at Vanderpump Dogs, but I unintentionally lied. Like, we were going to. My friend Raquel was in town, but then uh, she had never done the Warner Brothers tour, so we decided to do that instead since it was the last one of the day and we couldn't go on Sunday. And I'm really glad we did. If you haven't done it before, you have to check it out. I've done it in 2019, but there were just so many amazing new things. If you're a fan of the show Friends or you're a Gilmore Girls fan, like you got to check it out. I was geeking out like in Stars Hollow. I was the one on the the cart like asking all the questions and whatever. People must have loved that. Anyway, back to what today's episode is about, because I know you are going to love this one. I have everyone's favorite Italian on the show, and me as an Italian, I will gladly take everyone's second favorite Italian to this guy, because he truly deserves it. It's Andrea Denver from Summer House, and I just, like, when you hear this interview, I know your heart's going to explode, because he is just a nice guy. Like, what you see on TV is truly what you get with him. I think the world could do a lot from his example, you know what I mean? You can learn from him. Just listen to the way he answers questions and the way he talks about people. Like, there is such a high regard there that we could all stand to learn a lesson from. So this was truly a pleasure. I'm so excited for you to hear this one. So without any further ado, it's Andrea Denver. Hi, besties. I know I say this like every episode, but like today we really have a special guest on and this has been in the works for like five trillion years <laughs> and he's coming to you live from the future because he's in Italy so like this is super duper iconic I am so excited to have on the show everyone's favorite Italian person besides me the <laughs> sweetest guy on earth who's gonna bring us all coffee Andrea Denver Joe. Ciao. 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 Oh my Tutti. goodness. How are you doing? <laughs> You're so funny. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm still waking up. Um, I'm jet lag. I'm on the other side of the world, but I'm really happy to be here. So thank you for having me. Oh my God. Thank you for coming. Like I mentioned before, this has been in the works like <laughs> quite a while. You would have me in your DMs like once a week, like so that interview. Um, but no, you've been nothing but so sweet and so kind. So I'm really just lucky that we're finally making this happen. Yeah, we're making this happen. So I'm really happy that we're here. Thank you for your patience, you know, and, of course. <laughs> and I'm really happy and I'm, I can't wait to listen to all your questions and chat with you. So this is going to be exciting. Yeah. 
All right. So let's hop right into it. So obviously the name of the show is called Believe in Bravo Besties. So the first <laughs> question I ask I all my it. guests that come on is who would your Bravo Bestie be? And obviously since you're in the Bravo world, it doesn't have to be anyone from Summer House. Like if you want it to be, then fine. But if it's someone you've just seen on another show and you're like, they'd be cool. Like, oh, I mean, to be honest with you, because of my experience, I would probably say Alex. Uh, okay. There's a bunch of people that I could put in the list, but you know, if you ask me to pick only the the first person, I would probably put Alex. Then you know, I yeah. could put Luke, I could put Sierra, I could put like me, like Lindsay Carr. Like you know, we create such a great bond. If you ask me one person, maybe the first person is Alex, just because you know we we spend the summer really close. Maybe you didn't see as much on the show, but we were together all the time, and um, yeah. so you know. He's a great guy. So yeah, I was going to bring up that Bravo kind of did him dirty for lack of a better way to put it. Like <laughs> he wasn't in a lot of the show this season and the little bit we did see of him. Like I was pretty fond he's of a, him. He's a really funny guy. actually. Yeah. I just think he was a little shy at first because, uh, okay. you know, you know, new group of people. So like he only knew me. So it was like, you know, you got to, get used to a other like 10 people so he was probably like in his own world at first but then he opened up and you know like I think everybody really really appreciated and got along and uh you know also got a taste of his humor because he has a really good humor and um he does yeah and also if you ask me that what is the the person that surprised surprised you the most uh, probably Carr because I didn't. I only met Carr one time in between winter hours and summer hours, and I didn't know him. Okay. Like you know, we spoke a little bit, but we didn't like have the chance to like get to know each other. And over the summer, we got closer and closer. Like uh, I don't know how Carr used to be. The Carr that I know is like a, a wonderful guy. So you know, yeah. I'm really happy that we became friends. And then I'm also really happy that I got closer to to like Luke, Lindsay, that, you know, I spend the winter with, but uh, I think on summer hours, we created like a deeper bond. So yeah, it's great. I'm grateful for that. Yeah, you should. It's an amazing experience. And you could tell like, you're kind of the guy in the group that really like nobody has a problem with. I mean, aside from the relationships. I'm really... <laughs> no, but you know, even, even, even on that, you know, like, uh, we are in great terms, yeah. you know, um, I'm pretty easy going. So it's really hard for me to have beef with someone. And, um, I honestly, like I got asked that before, mm -hmm. uh, in other interviews, who you don't like or anything. I can't even pick up nobody. Like right. I like anybody, like I, I enjoy like my time with everyone. I think I got along with everyone. Of yeah. course, there's some people that might be closer and some people that there is more room to get deeper mm -hmm. in a friendship. But like, you know, I enjoy my time with everyone. Yeah. And that like radiates like me watching the show or just me seeing you interact with other cast members on Instagram. Like it just feels like there's not a bad bone in your body. And just know that's like very rare. <laughs> so something <laughs> you should pat yourself on the back for. I guess. I mean, <laughs> I've done uh, reality TV before. And yeah, I can tell that there's always like people that have beef with each other yeah but as I said also that before also when I did the celebrity big brother in Italy you know where it was a cast of 29 people I think I think I was close to 25 of those people 
Yes. If you ask me, are you still talking to those 25 people? Maybe not. Mm -hmm. I'm talking to still a, a, like a bunch of them, mm -hmm. but you know, we, we left in great terms. So I'm sure like, you know, you, you meet up and stuff and everything would be more than fine. Yeah. So usually I'm pretty easy to, to deal with. Yeah. That's a great thing. I'm glad you brought up reality TV because I do want to get into that in a little bit and like how big it is over in Italy. But first I want to know, how did you get involved with Winter House? And then from there was the decision to come on Summer House an easy one or something you had to think about for a while? Oh, that's actually a nice question. No, I mean, um, I got it the way that it was like told about it. So like I actually uh, been friends with Julie and Gabby for a really long time. Mm -hmm. I knew both of them since 2015. Mm -hmm. We were in the same circle of like nightlife, you know, used to see each other like out all the time and stuff. So um, Julie actually mentioned my name and, you know, then, you know, I had a couple of meetings but so they like they they felt like I had the personality and it was a good match so you know i i came to winter house and um i i came and you know i felt really comfortable to be i mean julia got there later but i felt really comfortable that gabby was there yeah because we we were texting uh when i was uh on the way to the house because i was a little bit scared you know like i'm italian you know i speak english i've been living in the united states for over eight years, but at the same time, you know, I never done American reality TV. Right. And uh, I had an experience doing uh, the circle in the UK. So uh, a reality TV where you had to speak, speak English and stuff. And, you know, I love to speak English. I understand everything. I'm not saying that, but you know, one thing is express yourself with a different language from yours. Yes. So, and um, by the way, now I'm also, I have a green card. So, and getting closer to be fully the full package american Yay! italian so now like <laughs> i also have the green card so i finally got it um congratulations so, thank you so much <laughs> uh so anyways <laughs> i was like uh, a little bit like tense mm -hmm. also because you know you you meet the new a new bunch of people mm -hmm. but then you know i got into the house I saw Kyle walking to me really drunk. I, first of all, I met the girls like outside okay. when they were unpacking the grocery. And, uh, you know, already that made me feel more comfortable. Like, you know, I met Sierra Page and Amanda. And then I walk into the house and you see this guy like walking to you, like all drunk, like hugging you, welcoming you. And so I felt really comfortable. And then, you know, it was really easy. And uh, I had an amazing time in Vermont. And uh, then, you know, I uh, started getting out in the city with uh, with the guys. And, you know, I became also, like, good friends with Craig and Austin. Mm. So I went down to Charleston. And then when Kyle approached me and asked me if I wanted to join them on uh, during the summer, I said, yeah, of course. I mean, it was a great, like, I had a great time in Vermont, so why not? I mean, summertime is more my, my thing. So I'm like, I think I'm going to even have more fun than I did in Vermont yeah and uh so that was like a no-brainer it was really easy you know I fell home yeah and that comes across to us like the way you just fit into that crowd because it's hard like we as viewers that show's been on so many seasons now we've obviously seen people come into the circle and it not work so you like I kind of mentioned before like you just fit in so seamlessly with everyone and it's clear that like you were a good solid cast member 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I fell right away in also like since the Vermont days because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I understood where like maybe my and Alex at first were coming from mm-hmm. because I know they took like uh, maybe a couple of weeks to, you know, get a, a customer, if you want to use that word, with the rest of, of the crew. Yeah. But like, <laughs> you know, then they ended up like becoming really good friends with everyone. But I understand where they were coming from. Usually I just try to to get into the mix right away because once again I'm really easy to approach and uh you know I felt comfortable you know yeah. with the boys it was pretty easy we created a really good group but also with the girls it wasn't that bad you have no trouble with the girls <laughs> <laughs> so it turned out to be a really fun uh, a, a really fun time and an amazing time good. with uh, every one of them oh I love that yeah so before you mentioned that you were on some reality TV in Italy and like, that's one of the things I love about you is that you're Italian. Cause like I'm a hundred percent Italian American. So anytime I get to see second generation, third generation on my mom's side. Third. And then I think fourth on my dad. So oh, and dad. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's just really cool. Like whenever I see someone who's Italian, especially cause now I live in California and there are like zero Italians out here. Like it's just me repping. Yeah. It's just always exciting. If you want to go to and guy with my great aunt, she's a hundred percent Italian. I love that. She moved to Italy when she was really young. So. Oh my God. I love <laughs> you that. Want to feel home. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure she will have you at, at lunch. <laughs> oh my God. I would love that. Yeah. So like, I'm curious. Cause I got to come to this year. Yeah. No, I said, I, yeah, I, I was there. I mean, I went this year at the end of February. No, sorry. Uh, mid-March, mm-hmm. but I hope to, to go back soon. Hell yeah. We got to go. Because she's getting older, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So I was going to say is that I love that you're Italian and you mentioned you were on like reality TV in Italy, which is so interesting to me because I mean, I've never been out there. So I don't really know like what the reality TV scene is out there. So can you like tell us about it? Uh, I mean, people get into, I mean, I got to say it's different because they, so the Big Brother uh, has been on since uh, 2000. Yeah. And uh, it's been huge, especially in the first few seasons, because it was like the pre-social media era. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, they were going to malls. They were going to this main squares, like uh, casting people. Mm. And, you know, you find people from, you know, different like backgrounds. And, you know, it was like... Uh, I think the big brother uh, really helped Italy to evolve. Yeah. I, listen, I'm, I want to give you, because this is like, a, now that you make me think about it, like it's a really deep question because, you know, the beauty of the, like Italy, I feel like, especially compared to America or other country, it was a little bit behind on, I would say like a different kind of people. Like, you know, because like, for example, Italy brought the first, uh, transsexual contestant in a time that you know like I don't want to like do you understand what I mean like it was like uh, they brought like uh, a lot of diversity that, you know the diversity okay correct it brought a lot a lot of diversity when diversity wasn't still a thing and I think that was great because you really 
help like uh the people to become more like modern stuff yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like to ex- you know you know what i'm trying to explain yeah and um you underestimate that fact but uh, the big brother was the first thing that in italy give like there's internationality to um and also all, all the people to understand more about the the rest of the world and stuff you know we brought there was like in the season three there was this american girl 18 years old that she was dating uh, this Italian man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she barely speak any English, but by the time she was there for the entire time, she was there for three months, for 100 days, you know, she was start speaking, you know, people got really close to her mm-hmm. and she was around for many years on the Italian, uh, like, you know, TV scene. And um, different, like, uh, there was like um, so much diversity in the time that I don't think people were used to it. Yeah. No, because like, it was a. It's just like it, it was like a good way to open the eyes of many people. I mm-hmm. feel like, and uh, for me, you know, I'm always been traveling since I was a kid. So for me, like, to, like you know, I've been coming to the United States since I was five years old because mm-hmm. I have family there. So you know, I'm always got used to like uh, um, a lot of things. That's what I was also trying to explain when we had that conversation with uh, with the entire house. Yeah, you know, and for me, so it's always been pretty easier. And that's why, like, sometimes, you know, I always been uh, used to, like, be really close to everyone, um, all be together, like, all be the same. Yeah. Even, you know, like, sometimes people want to approach you and, like, think that you're, like, different than them because you have, like, this cool job. Maybe sometimes I never care, you know. It's just a job. Like, you know, I feel like we always all equals. We are all, like, the same and stuff. But, you know, um in Italy back in the 90s, I feel feel like the society was still evolving, you know, mm-hmm. uh, on many ways. And I think the Big Brother was really helpful to bring that up and uh, to to teach people that diversity, that different, like, backgrounds and makes, like, everybody getting closer and appreciate uh, each other more. And that was the first, uh, I would say, the first 10 years that, you know, it became, like, uh, normal like you know everything like the world was like yeah uh, internet became huge you know i don't know if you understand it because like you know you grew up in america and you know i grew up in italy so i'm just trying to give you like an idea of like how the society transition through the years sure and tv was a big thing because you know we always had american movies and stuff but you know reality tv i think brought even something more and you know the first like i would say the first 10 years of the big brother it was really genuine Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of people, even if you go on Facebook or you go Instagram, sometimes they bring up some videos from those days. Like there, there's a lot of Italian comments. Oh, those they were the good days, you know. Oh. Like you still remember those characters because it was really genuine. It was nothing forced. It was really like the person next door that was going on TV, and you were falling in love with, with that person. Like you were falling in love with stories. You were falling like you know. I remember there was somebody that was coming from. Um, from the war like from the i think he was coming from uh, maybe middle east or something so he grew up in the war and stuff so it was bringing that experience there was this girl that was studying like she was coming i think from asia and she was studying in italy so she brought her experience yeah the american girl brought her own experience people that maybe grew up like uh, in certain small cities of the south of italy they were bringing their experience so it was like a, a great way to get to know people get to know culture 
get to know so much diversity and you were falling in love with all these people. Yeah. Because if you ask me, I still remember a lot of those people because I grew up, you know, and uh, you had fun. You were like literally feeling involved in, uh, into this life people. And uh, it's funny because uh, there was no social media, there was nothing, but those people, when they were coming out of that show, they were like following around. People were going crazy wow. because they were getting really, yes. It was like, uh, what would you do? Like, uh, I'm just mentioning a random person like you, like the same way that people see Justin Bieber now. Yeah. <laughs> Back then in Italy, people would go the same thing for those people because you watch them every day, 24 seven on your TV for hundred days and you get close to their stories, you get close to their personality. You know, a lot of those people are also a lot of fun. And you know, you, you, you feel like a fan and supporter of those people. So I think those 10 years really, really, really help a lot. Uh, Now it's more like, you know, uh, for example, they stopped doing the Big Brother, the regular one, Mm -hmm. five years ago, because they give more priority to Celebrity Big Brother, Mm -hmm. which is cool. It's what I did. It was a great experience. I loved it, honestly. But at the same time, you know, you already have people that are kind of known. Yes, you see them in a different atmosphere. You know, people fight. They don't fight as much. So you don't see stuff that you see on, uh, you know, American TV. Sometimes you don't see that kind of fight. But you know, it's still entertaining. You know, there is like different fights and fights and stuff. But, you know, I don't think it's as genuine. It's still real, but it's not as genuine as it used to be before the pre-social media era. Because now, you know, back then you were judged on the moment. I feel like now, you know, with social media, you can be judged forever. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I just think you lost that that vibe of like, you know, genuinity. Almost like, like uh, an innocence or like, you know, like pureness. Yeah. 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 I think at uh, first it was really pure. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I said, it was really helpful for, I think, like uh, for a lot of things. Also because it was like, we before the big brother i don't think there was any reality in italy yeah so you know like uh even you know then they tried to do a few attempts with like similar programs like similar shows to like something like jersey shore kind of things but they didn't really vibe people go love jersey shore in italy really but they they did but they didn't like uh to have their own version of jersey shore okay because what the people from Jersey Shore were doing it was for an Italian was out of this world yeah yeah so so you know like um I mean their own version they didn't want to see that because they didn't they considered that like trashy mm-hmm. or stuff or they didn't consider these people instead in uh towards the American ones they loved it yeah that's so <laughs> wild to me uh, you know the culture was di- the culture was different yeah like uh, but that's why i'm always being really happy and you know i think that really helped me also uh when uh when i moved to america and interact with american people even with you know my girlfriend now but also my girlfriend in the past you know the fact that i'm always being really open-minded yeah because i i grew up basically bicultural because yes, I moved eight years ago, but I used to come every summer. So I still had a taste of America since I was a kid. And, you know, I could bring experience from both worlds. Mm-hmm. And that really helped me, you know, getting along with people, like, you know, working and, you know, getting in uh, close to, to a lot of people and build the like human relationship with, I think is the most important thing in life mm-hmm. to, 
to build human relationship and you know to bring your own experiences to learn from other people yeah that's why you know even on summer hours i love that time that we had the conversation i also said that at the, at the reunion because you always want to learn you never got to stop to learn and you know uh life is is a continuous like life lesson mm-hmm. you never stop to learn so it's always good to learn from other people it's is nice if you can teach other people like something and you know then you bring everything together you think about those things and you know you you get out of that with something more in your background that you learn and your more experience yeah i think that conversation you had on summer house which um for everyone listening just a refresher it was the conversation with sierra and maya and obviously race and the house and being in the hamptons as women of color i think that's one of the most realist conversations we've seen on bravo and I it think, was amazing, honestly. And I think other shows, honestly, on Bravo, they've like skirted around the topic. And I think they really yeah. can take a lesson from you guys. No, listen, it was amazing because uh, I I didn't feel like in a bad sp- I mean, I apologize right away, but you know, yeah. as you could see with this season, <laughs> like uh, progressing. Mm-hmm. The fact that I called her Alexis just because I had somebody in my head in that moment. And, you know, it wasn't nothing, you know, yeah. it wasn't like a misinterpretation of her name or anything. So there was nothing. There was no R. But still, like, I love that conversation because I learned facts that I didn't really think about it. Because, you know, for me, every, like, as I said, I always treat everybody in the same way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's nice to hear, like, your own experience. That's why we go back to that uh, conversation that I just that topic that we were just talking about, how reality TV really helped to bring diversity to a country like Italy that wasn't used to back then, Yeah, you know? So I love like, you know, but even like the same thing, I love like, I got so close to Luke because me and Luke are kind of opposite, <laughs> but I love to hear like the way that he grew up, like, you know, and like, you know, doing all those outdoor activities, you know, uh, is really handy. So, you know, yeah. he does a lot of things, you know, you learn from that you know when he did the igloo that a lot of people are like were smiling about i think it was amazing i should have been out there helping him but he was busy in the house but i think it was great you know i could never do what he was doing like i was i would have never been come up with uh, what he was doing so you learn from that too like it's nice to hear the, what everybody is used to what they used to do as, as yeah. kids so it's always like uh, really interesting for me. Yeah. And that conversation was just like on another level. And I, I really glad that that happened. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, it, it, it helps you to put yourself in other people's shoes. And sometimes you don't think about it. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was amazing. It was yeah. an amazing moment. It was an amazing public TV moment, as you said. But it was like a real uh life moment yeah that i'm really grateful very for. organic yeah. you know not not forced not like performative yeah, yeah. No, no absolutely yeah take over and have that conversation with the rest of the house yeah that was awesome before you mentioned um when we were talking about reality tv and then you come into the states and whatever you mentioned like relationships with other people and relationships with work and all that so um my friend samaj he's on instagram samaj with an h everybody follow him (laughs) he actually wanted to know we love samaj he's friend of the show what were your jobs like before getting into the entertainment industry you mean uh 
entertainment just as TV. Like model before, like any sort of like modeling uh, I mean, entertainment. I like. mean, to be honest with you, I I never thought I would have worked until I would have done with university. Uh, but at the same yeah. time, while I was at the university, I was working at Abercrombie and Fitch, and I watched that documentary. Oh it was so it was so funny. Yeah, it was the guy that was taking the picture outside. You know, I was like, <laughs> I was the shirtless. Oh my God. And in Milan, we all, in Italy, there was only one store. It was the flagship in Milan. We were a big family. We were like a huge space. You know, we were like hundred people working every day. And, you know, I was uh, always at the door. And it was a lot yeah. of fun. You know, I would always remember. I worked there for like three years and a half while I was at the university. So I was splitting myself between uh, school. You know, I studied yeah. communication. And then uh, Abercrombie Fitch. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and then uh, and then Abercrombie Fitch. So that was my life before, but I was just doing it for fun. It was a fun job, uh, you know. Uh, plus, you need, like, you know, he, he, what you saw in that uh, documentary, I all knew that we, we come after that. So those stories. Yeah. But we knew, like, those rumors were happening. And, you know, we met, Mike, Mike Jeffers used to come to the store it was true that it was like coming five years before, uh, five, uh, like they, we were coming there five hours before and they were showing up five hours after, you know, one time. No friggin' yeah, way. Yeah, one time we got there at five in the morning, it show up at 10. And, you know, that day I had to come from away, from outside town because I was in Verona. And, you know, I was like that tired. And the guy showed up five hours uh, later. So, oh yeah, God. but we, those days were after because it was uh, after 2010. So yeah. the, already a lot has changed because, you know, they went through all that drama in the United States. So, mm. you know, it was like we had a really, and also that was a beautiful experience because we literally had uh, people working from all over the world. Because, you know, there were people that were the students, that were coming, people were modeling, but they were also like working part-time at Abercrombie. So, you know, they were coming from wow. literally everywhere in the world. And we were hundreds of people. And uh, I, I made a lot of friends those days and I'm still friends with a bunch of these people, you know, I'm still in touch and, you know, we still see each other. And uh, so it was a beautiful experience. And that actually really even more like, because it was, we were speaking English with everyone. So that really yeah. helped me and really got me excited that once I was over with university, it was time for me to finally go to the United States. Um, it was cool. I, feel Plus, like you know, <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like you're the only person on earth who could like make Abercrombie sound like such a magical, beautiful experience. <laughs> No, but, you know, for a bunch of young 20s, uh, late teens, like, you know, we were all working together. The energy was fun. They were strict. Listen, they were strict, you know, no beard. You know, if you had a hair out of place, you got to shave it. The girls, like, natural nails, all that BS. None of that. You know, that <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. That was an exaggeration. But at the same time, you know, we really enjoyed. We had a great time. Uh, yeah. also because we it was so many cultural like uh getting together so it was great it was a great experience and um but also let me tell you like the managers at one point i mean they were strict about the little rules but we we also like had a lot of fun with the managers you know it was they were they were slightly older than us, so we really got along and it's funny because when i came to the united states 
I in New York, there's still the the guy, the manager, and now is married with children, but we still like uh, talk and see each other once in a while. That he was the one to push me to work out because I was skinnier when I first got there. I was skinnier, and then he pushed me to go to the gym. And in two months, I got <laughs> I I got a little bit more more muscular, and so they promote me to be the shirt one of the shirtless guys. So. Um, and that also helped me in my modeling career when I came to the U.S. and stuff. So I'm like, uh, we became really good friends. And uh, so you, you know, they were strict with rules, but also the the managers there, they were really nice people. But the a lot of the stories on how strict they were about him getting laid, there was those were true. <laughs> and how and how when he was coming, it was the end. Of, everybody was panicking because everything yeah. had to be perfect all the t-shirt perfect, everybody perfect. Like they wanted specific people on the ground floor, specific people on the first floor and specific people on the third floor, which I think is yes, because we are all the same. So you shouldn't matter who is there, who is, you know, but every position gotta be perfect. That's all true. But the environment that we were working in, it was a lot of fun. Plus, you know, it was really popular. We we had like uh, lines outside or like, over our, our lines almost every day for years. All these people, and they weren't just, a lot of people, it's funny because they were coming the doors like, is this line for the models for like taking a picture? <laughs> and, and like, no, it's for the store, you know? And, wow. Um, and, also, and I also loved it because as I told you, like I'm always being a person that like to interact with people. Yeah. And uh, so I was the, the shirtless and there was all these little girls that like, guys and stop coming to take pictures months and stuff and I was always trying to interact even for a few words but it was because I, I was really feeling comfortable and I really liked it oh where are you from because you know there was like people from all over and it's funny every time an American was coming kind of like, oh gosh I'm feeling there you know I, I go every summer and you know it's like a, a lot of interaction and that also helped me to to feel like comfortable and to to be open to to meet everyone and oh uh, to make conversation you're like so a disney really prince cool. but like an abercrombie it, it was like that it was like that but i i love that you know a lot of my friends they were just doing uh that because uh you know it was a good job yeah. like you know just Pay taking the, the pictures yeah. but i love interacting with everyone oh my god like like hey what's up <laughs> i love that that's so amazing so before we continue with the show, Bestie, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations. And the more freeing solution is to find things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique and what works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom Weight uses a psychology-based approach that adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. 
75% of Noom weight users finished the program and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. Okay, so I wanted to talk a little bit more about your time on Summer House because this was obviously a yes. very significant yet difficult summer for you, right? You had yeah. a love triangle play out on TV. And I, I think that's very brave of you because if I think of my dating mistakes playing out on TV, like I would want to crawl in a hole and like never come out. <laughs> so like, please tell me what it was like to have all eyes on you and your dating life. It was interesting because uh, I got so many proposals in the past to be on uh, dating shows and stuff that I refused. <laughs> so for the first time, for the first time, I have uh, like all these dating details on mm-hmm. TV. It was kind of interesting, but at the same time, I I think you know it was like uh, helpful on, uh, and I didn't mind it. I yeah. think it was good that I broke the ice in Vermont. Yeah, it's the first time for me to kiss somebody on camera, you know. So, uh, was that awkward? At first, yes. I remember after that happened, I was like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh!" <laughs> so I felt awkward for a second, but then you know, I got used to it, and uh, you know, I think that I broke the ice. So yeah, when all the dating, my dating life got brought on on TV, I think it was okay. I think another great thing about you is that any like adversity you face on the show, you've come out of it with like grace and class. Like that's actually how we connected because someone uh, <laughs> said you were dating someone else and like you commented like, no, that's not right. Like, please reconsider your sources. I'm like, this guy's so nice. I mean, I was, uh, I, that when that came out, I was like, wow, you gotta like, if you know what I went through, because you know, yeah. You see me on the weekend and you see a few things like like a few times of me crying and stuff. But if you knew how miserable I was, Aww. like during the week, like I was completely on another level than anybody, you know. Um, so, yeah, when it came out, I was like, okay, maybe you should reconsider your sources. Yeah. <laughs> because that's all what I went down. And, uh, you know. Yeah, like, how do you stay calm? Because, like, me, I, I'm working on it. But, like, the second someone pisses me off, I'm like, let's go. Like, I'm in, up in their face. I mean, I find, it, I find it really unnecessary. Like, I was like, what is this? Yeah. So, but, you know, I don't, I'm not a person that I like to assault or, like, to assault, you know. So, I was just like, you know, <laughs> maybe you should reconsider your sources and reconsider the fact that, you know, and find that how that I, I like, you know, I was really actually broken art and, you know, I didn't date anybody for, for a while, which was true yeah. because, you know, I didn't date anybody. Uh, and also, this couple months of the summer, I wasn't even really seeing anybody because, you know, sometimes it got brought brought up by page oh i'm sure like he was hanging out with a lot of people it's not true because like uh july and august it was it was like uh, i was really into my own dimension you know there's a lot of going on in my head uh there was a lot of triangle that was happening yeah. 
there was Lexi from before that was hunting me. The the fact that you know I maybe I let somebody go that you know I shouldn't have let her go. Mm-hmm. Like I should have fought for her when uh, she decided to end up things with me, and uh, I maybe didn't fought enough because I was like, okay, I I'll cope with this my own way, like I did in the past breakups. But the person that I was dealing with was different, so that was like what it was really making me feel bad. Plus, she wasn't talking to me, so I couldn't even like <laughs> have the chance to explain yeah. myself and. And then I was away from my family, which, you know, I'm a holy child. I grew up really close to my parents. You know, they're always been supportive. And we always spend so much time on the phone talking. They're like my best friends. But I was away from them. And also, like, I was going on such like a, an internal, like, discomfort that I was even having tough time to have the usual conversation with them. So it was a really tough summer and you know, like, you know, I would, dating was on my priority. Then, you know, uh, I got to be honest, like, and also that's what Sierra was referring to and about the fact when we go out, you know, I had the curse coming that was referred to after the summer, you know, because uh, once again, Lexi wasn't talking to me. And at one point I was like, maybe it's time for me to try to, you know, to go out and try to to play the field again and try but I felt I wasn't comfortable you know I did it for so many years but you know I was still I couldn't really uh, keep her out of my head Mm -hmm. weeks after week because weeks after weeks was getting worse you know sometimes weeks after weeks you forget about somebody yeah instead it was getting worse and you know going out and you know just receiving some attention from people and stuff it didn't feel like it used to feel like in my old days, like when I was like mid mid twenties, you know, I didn't feel good about it. So yes, maybe I was trying to go on a few dates and see what was happening, but my head was always bringing me back to, to Lexi. And then, you know, when at the end of the November, <laughs> she finally decided to, 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 to talk. What was the moment that made her like talk to you? I think overall, she was like, she realized that, you know, even if she felt hurt all along, she missing me because, you know, yeah. she tried, she was trying, she told me like, I cope with the situation the wrong way. And uh, so she realized that uh, we had a great time those couple of months, three months that, you know, we're hanging out. And uh, she initially just wanted to have a neutral relationship, yeah. like, you know, just, you know, we see each other because, you know, I was running to her sometimes, but I couldn't even get closer because she didn't want to like hear anything from me. And I'm really respectful. You know, I'm not somebody that is going to oh, like try everything. Like, you know, I was suffering and, I, but you know, I didn't want like she, if she didn't want to talk to me. I didn't want to force her to talk to me. And so she was like, initially she was fine to just like, you know, to be cool, like say hi to each other. And then, uh, you know, I was able to win her back because I had a chance to spend a little bit of time with her, like on a few dates, but they weren't really dates. It was more like hanging out and talking yeah. about things. And I think she that's the moment that she felt like, okay, there is still there's still like uh, a lot like a lot of feelings for him. Plus it was really helpful the day because my parents came as soon as they reopened the borders, my 
parents flew to Italy. Mm. So it was the end of November. It was literally like between the end of November, start of December, and they flew to Italy. And she asked me when we're, you know, going out those days, you know, talking our life and stuff. I, she told me, I was like, I would love to meet your parents. And, you know, my mom has always been like, uh, she met a few of my girlfriends, but she also told me, please, until you find the right one, I don't want to meet anybody because she gets touched to the, to, to, yeah, to yeah. And, and, but she knew how much I suffered for Lexi. So I asked her, I was like, you know, we're, we're not dating, we're, <laughs> you know, we have no physical interaction, nothing, but, you know, I would, she would like to meet you. And uh, so she said, okay, let's do it. And she was really supportive. So we all went for dinner together. And after she met them, you know, she felt really comfortable. She could see, like, this is like the man that I want because she saw how close I was with my parents. And, you know, family is really important for her. It's a really important value. Yeah. So after that, we started slowly uh, dating. And, you know. That's amazing. Been, uh, yeah. So, yeah, that was like uh, what happened. Yeah. And I want to talk about, okay, so I always say on this show that like we're honest with our besties and you're a bestie of the show now. So I'm going to give you a little crap on Winter House. You're a little bit of a player. Like I was watching and I was like, oh, Andrea, not a good look. So what happened? Like, what was the key moment for Andrea? Because everyone's like, oh, it's about the person. But I know it's not. Uh, okay, necessary. Let me let me yeah. defend. Let me defend myself. about Yes, Winter House. do it. <laughs> I mean, everybody blaming on the editing. I don't want to blame completely on the editing okay. because you know, I, I said certain stuff, but I also can tell you that the editing was like way more dramatic sure. than what it actually was. Because listen, I was gone for a while from the United States because of COVID. I just mm -hmm. came back and, you know, I just got back to New York like a couple of weeks prior, but I was like mostly quarantining and, you know, I was single in America for the first time in a couple of years. I mean, with my ex-girlfriend, was like on and off. Uh, so, you know, I, we had some breaks in between, but, you know, fully single was yeah. the first time in a couple of years. And I had a lot of, of situation left behind, like, you know, people that I knew from years and stuff. So I was interacting with those people and, you know, I was going on, in Vermont without knowing what what to expect yeah and then you know I'm I'm at Paige and stuff and um we clicked mm -hmm. but we just met right <laughs> we just met so you know it's she was saying oh I want to marry the guy falling in love we, we literally just met so yeah. gradually I start um Hanging out with her, we're spending a lot of time, but we were still in a bubble. Yeah. So, but if you remember, again, the winter house, I mean, the guys were, and plus, you know, I don't like pressure. Like all these people are asking me, we didn't leave the place, we're still here. So it's still like a surreal situation because it's a vacation. How many times, like, I mean, I don't know how many times, but I'm sure if it happened to you that you fall in love on vacation with someone. Guilty. You know, you not fall in love, but like, no, you know, I'm, I'm queen having... of the cruise fling. Like, listen. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, it's beautiful. It happened to me before, but you yeah. want to see 
the real life. You want to see what is going on when you go back to the sure. normal life. So when the guys were asking me, oh, what are you going to do? I said, I don't know. I'm still single. I'm getting out of this vacation as a single guy. But I want to go on a few dates and see what things right. evolve into the city. And I kept my word because that's what I actually did. And if you remember the last episode of, some, of uh, Winter House, I said, I came here, I was talking to other people. I stopped talking to other people yes. because I want to see how things go with Paige. And uh, so just to make you understand, yes, when I got to Vermont, it was just came back to America. Yes, I was interacting with other people. Sure. I'm sure she was doing the same, by the way, but whatever. That's another story. Let's not get into <laughs> that. But uh, when I left Winter House, my eyes were on her and was I was like ready to give it a chance and I did because we yes. came back to the city we got together for a few days and stuff so and actually I told her what do you think like you know can you stop seeing other people and apparently that's when she got scared because oh. I, I I was just like let me know because like if you see other people just let me know because at least I don't catch feelings and um and then you know she kind of ghosted me and stuff so i didn't want to put pressure because you know we weren't like uh, yeah we weren't like dating officially or anything so i couldn't i was in a position to say oh like you know i'm not that kind of guy like right. i'm not a possessive jealous guy you know like one also that's another thing you know when uh, i start feeling bad uh, when i start realizing that uh, I let go, like, see when she broke up with me. And, you know, that was a rise because we actually spent three months hanging out all the time together. So that was like, I consider that real day. Yes. That's why I was trying to get in touch with her. Uh, with Paige, we only got for like, what, seven, 10 days, maybe the most. Uh, and, you know, she ghosted me. I didn't feel like text her. Oh my gosh, like, why are you ghosting me? We got to yeah. see each other. I just let it slip away. Mm. and um and then you know i started reading about her and craig and you know i was uh, i was okay i was fine you know because at the same time i was i met lexi and you know we started clicking and you know uh, so i was like fine even though as i said on summer house i would have wished craig would have told me just as a sure. bro brother brotherhood brotherly yeah bro code respect yeah, yeah. Bro code, yeah, yeah yeah so yeah absolutely uh but you know and then um Alexi broke up with me and you know I got to to I got to the entrance without knowing what was going on so I knew that they were seeing each other because okay. there was all these uh rumors about and then I found out and if you remember on 4th of July we talked mm -hmm. and she told like I said listen you gotta be you you gotta do you like i'm really happy if you're dating and she was keep saying no no we're casually dating we're not a thing we're not official and so that was like okay let's flirt you know mm -hmm. but um yeah definitely something has changed in those months mm -hmm. uh but it, all i'm saying is it wasn't as bad as you it made it look. was it's like yeah uh, yeah because I explained, it was like a gradual thing, you know, you sure. go, let's see, you were talking to a couple of guys because you're single and mm -hmm. you go on a date with a guy. I don't think you stop talking to that guy, to the other guy right, right. a second. Right. Maybe it takes three, four days. Maybe, yes, you're not trying to see the other guy because you're giving the priority to the other one, but maybe you're still like, mm -hmm. you know, trying to you're keep the conversation. You're keeping your options because, open. 
Yeah, I'm not a person that I don't think you should keep your options open forever. And that's right. you know, even in that even in that case, you know, because me and Luke, we had that conversation, you know, mm-hmm. um, pretty much right away. And, uh, you know, I was still like, it was just happened, the thing of the hot tub. Yeah. You know, I was like, so still like really, really soon. Like, yeah. uh, but then, and, you know, we were in Vermont only for what, 17 days. So by the end, you know, I was just talking to her. You're but still getting to know it, each other. Yes, correct. Yeah. And, you know, all you, and I took my responsibility and I said, yes, I'm going to stop to talk to these people because I want to see in the city what's going to happen. And it didn't work out. And uh, and then, you know, I feel like, honestly, my intention when I came back to the United States um, at the start of last year was to probably be single for a while. Okay. And, you know, like, in my head, I, I always knew that I was, like, trying to settle down and getting married. But, I'm, I mean, I'm, I was the youngest one on summer out with the guys. Uh, so... I was trying to, or sometimes people forget about that. But so I was trying to um, maybe by 35 to get settled down. Yeah. You know, I was 29 on winter out. So yeah. I was like 20, almost almost 30, but I was still 29. So I was like, okay, slowly, gradually, you know, I want to get into 35, then, you know, I'm finally getting married. But then I met Lexi and already those three months were amazing. And then, you know, uh, that's why think i got scared because when she opened up about her feelings i wasn't i i felt the same i was just afraid to to expose myself because i didn't feel like the timing was right Mm -hmm. and uh it it was i just because i felt so good that i wanted the timing to be right so i caught got caught i got caught off guard when she told me and she got really hurt because you know you you open up about your feelings the other guy doesn't basically say anything back and i understand i put myself that's why i tried to reach out to her like many times after and apologize and trying to make her understand to put herself in my shoes that's why but she didn't want to talk she was really hurt and um but so that really changed and then you know going to the summer house and you know going through the love triangle realizing at the same time that my head and my heart even if i was trying to to hide it to my to myself you know i was trying to hide it to myself as i said i I thought i could cope with the situation differently i could cope like i I coped with, you know, different, like, uh, relationship in the past. Yeah. You start hunting me gradually, day after day. And uh, I was like, something has changed here. I felt, I feel like that will of, like, having a real, like, relationship and committing to that person and stuff. So, um, you know, you can control, like, I've, it's the first time that I feel like you can control those kind of feelings. It's the yeah. first time ever. I've been in a relationship before, but, you know, always, like, being... It was more myself, surface level, know. like, in the past, more surface level than this? Yeah, prob- probably was. And uh, I just think she's something special that I haven't found before. And, and no, it's the truth. I just, I feel like it's that because um i don't know there was something different 
yeah. that uh, that I felt. And so I think that's when the switch happened because, you know, you try to put yourself the idea, okay, by 35, when you want to be settled down, but you, you can control like when, uh, you know, that's what they always say. When love comes, you, you don't expect it. Yeah, no, so, and it's so true. Like, I feel like I'm learning so much just from listening to you. Like, I'm, I'm open about like my relationship crap on this podcast and I'm working with a coach <laughs> right now. And she says that like everyone you meet is a mirror of yourself at the time, like when you make a connection. And it's so interesting that you and Paige didn't work out and you had said, when you told her like, okay, like, are you ready to stop seeing other people? She kind of fled, but then she had that same exact problem with Craig. So it's like interesting to me that that like, they kind of mirrored each other. Yeah, but that's what we talk about the reunion, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think everything was meant to be that way. Yes. That's how you realize 100%. things, you know? And then sometimes people, they find somebody and they stop with that somebody, some other people, they got to go through that other person that they're dealing with. And then to understand other things and then move on to the other person. Yeah. You know, that's what always happened. You know, I've seen girls that I dealt with in the past that, you know, they got married, you know, um, maybe, you know, you know, they got married or they now have children because maybe, you know, we weren't meant to be. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, but for them it was necessary going through that. Yeah. And for me it was necessary, you know, because every, every, yeah, it's all lesson. With every life experience, also like relationship are a big thing. Like you learn and you understand more about you and you understand mm -hmm. about the situation of your life, understanding what you want. Yeah. So, you know, that's why I think it's really helpful. And uh, um, that's how you got to take it. Yes. Uh, and also breakups and stuff, they're, they're useful. And, you know, yes. I get, I honestly, I think, when Lexi broke up with me, I think that was like probably the moment that started making me realize things, started making me realize mistakes from the past. You know, it really opened my my eyes about a lot of like my life choices with uh, with women in the past. I, listen, I've never been a douchebag or anything like that. So I never. That's why I also I, that's the only thing that I didn't really like about Winter House because. I said those things, certain of those things, but I, the way they got put it together, they make me sounded like a person that I've never even been in my worst days. Yeah. So. Well, you're preaching to the crowd. Like I studied all that in college. So I know how you could take one clip, move it here and do like a pan to yeah. somewhere else. And it looks like you said two things, but not even remotely close to each other, but they're been the same. I same. mean, when I, when I saw that clip of me saying, talking to two girls and I answered, no, Manny, I, I was laughing because I was like, wow. I, I really did say that, but I think the contest in which I said that it was way lighter than what yeah. it looked like. That's but it was crazy. kind of like, it made me laugh. But uh, it made me laugh because the way I said it, I was like, wow. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, like, so, but I feel like you always like, there, listen, we are always going to do mistakes. Life's of course. Like, you do a mistake every day, but I feel like every time you got to learn from those mistakes. Yeah. And, you know, relationship after relationship, you got to, like uh try to to learn from your mistakes you're never going to be perfect you mm -hmm. know and also like you know perfect love doesn't exist yes. you always got to be like supporting towards your partner yeah you gotta have a lot of things that you get along you gotta have like a lot of chemistry but at the same time it's never going to be perfection that everything is going to be oh my gosh you think about it the same way or like you right. the same thing you know it's never going to be like that 
I yeah. thought I one of a big mistake that I did in a few relationships ago, uh, trying to think that the perfection existed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I was like getting upset. But, um, but then you realize it's impossible. So mm-hmm. you like, you know, it's a team. It's a team, but you know, like also every other team in this in sports, you know, somebody's better at something and somebody else is better than that. Then you put the the strength, like make you stronger. I don't know how you say in, and it's in working English. Through the hard shit, you know, it's not yes. like yes, like I, you're a team. Yes. I think like in December, I ended things with one guy. Like I, I would think after that, I was like, oh my God, it would have worked out if I didn't do this one thing. And something I'm learning now, it's like, if he was my guy, the thing I said or the thing I did, which was a very reasonable request, it wouldn't have bothered him. So by that point, like, that's not my guy, you know, like you're matched. Yeah. It's going to work with you. And- it, it is true. Like, I mean, there's definitely certain things you can get, uh, you know, you can get past that. So yes. you understand, okay, this is not my person. Yeah. But there's other things that you got to understand. Okay, whatever. Let's slip it away because, you know, there's worse than that. Exactly. And, you, know, you love the person. You guys are so great in so many other things. So whatever. You're just yeah. like, okay with it. Yeah. You know, because perfection is never going to exist. You know, there's always going to be mistakes. There are always going to be sometimes sad things that you didn't mean to. But, you know, as soon as you're like, acknowledge that you understand that you know didn't mean to say something and you know you work this thing through then you can like uh, move on and you know keep being together and build every day after day after day for the better of the relationship yes i think your next calling like your next reality show is going to be like dr phil but you're going to be dr andrea (laughs) i mean listen i don't really talk about like but i could (laughs) i could definitely like i learned a lot you're very wise And I did uh, a lot of mistakes that I realized. And it's not a lot of mistakes. I just like didn't feel comfortable. As you said, I was more on the surface. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so, but I definitely can give a lot of advice. I have a lot of my friends that come to me for advice on, yeah. <laughs> on, on that film. Dr. <laughs> Andrea, uh, we're making happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it would be nice. I talk show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, so a couple more fan questions. Then we're going to play a game because it's late for me. It's early for you. Um, but I yeah. could seriously talk to you all night. I'm not even kidding you. Um, one fan. So Blake, uh, he has the podcast, Blonde Hair, Black Heart. Everybody go listen to it. He's America's favorite Capricorn. He noticed that one day in Summer House, you took your toothbrush out of the dresser drawer. Oh. Yeah, he's confused by that. No, so a lot of people actually tweeted saying, ooh, let me explain. Okay. So you don't see, we were sharing, Luke, Alex, and I were sharing a little bathrooms with a counter that was this big. Oh, yeah. Okay. That'll do Counter it. space that big. <laughs> and uh, so, and then my bedroom was right next to the bathroom because okay. I was the closest one to the bathroom. Because uh, I didn't, I didn't want to fight for for rooms, but all the rooms upstairs, they all have bathrooms in suite. Okay. Inside. Yes. Yeah. yeah Instead, yeah. downstairs, we didn't. Okay. But I asked. I asked. I mean, Luke got there late, so unfortunately, got the the worst room. But like Alex and I were like talking about it and said, "No, listen, you you've been with them before. I'll take the. He got a bigger room by the kitchen." which it was my same experience in Vermont. I had the big room by the kitchen with no bathroom. And it was really loud because, you know, people hang out in the kitchen all the time. 
So he was like, listen, bro, don't worry. You take the one behind the corner and you have the bathroom next door to you. Mm-hmm. So there was no counter space. So what I did, I do, I had a big um, drawer thing mm-hmm. and uh, it was and I had my walk-in closet on the door. So all my clothes were in the walk-in closet. My drawer were all empty. So what I just did, I put my beauty case in the... That's so smart. In one of the floor. drawers. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had my toothbrush and then I had my toothpaste right there. And then, you know, I was just walking to the bathroom, you know, speeding it there. That's yes. why I had it there. We didn't have any counter space. And plus, even if you had a, like a little cup that you can put your yeah. toothbrush you don't really want to do that in such a because also that bathroom was used during the parties. Everybody oh, was going there. No. <laughs> yes. So you didn't want to leave. You didn't want to leave your towels. No. I never left my towels there. We only left a little towel for your hands, but like yeah. all your personal towels, you were bringing back to the room. Yeah. You know, it was tough because also all the people were hanging out outside the, our bedrooms on the ground floor. So, you know, it was a tough situation. And, you know, I understand that viewers sometimes don't realize that, but, you know, it's not like home. Oh, I have my nice box. Yeah. I put my, my things, you know. I mean, the people upstairs could do that, but us down there, we couldn't. So, yeah. That's to answer the question. I love that. That was that was definitely solved everyone's question. And then the last question comes from my mom, Rhea Jebbia, and she's okay. making me ask this. Do you have any friends you could set me up with? This is an Italian mom question. I am not involved with this. For her? For um, me. <laughs> oh, for set you. Set me up with, yeah. You gotta come to Italy and meet the real Italians. Okay. It's a good, uh, it's a good excuse for you to to finally come to Italy and you know we go around and show you a bunch of my friends and you see okay. if you get along with any of them. In I America, we, I mean, I have some Italians, but I, I, I wouldn't know, like I don't even I can't identify anybody. But like I'm sure in Italy you can find like some uh, somebody that pleases you and like you would get along with. Okay, we'll make it a reality show. It'll be like The Bachelorette, but like with Dr. Andrea. The Bachelorette featuring Dr. Andrea. Going to Italy to find the man of my dreams. I love that for us. Okay, so we're going to wrap it up with a game. Um, So obviously, as I mentioned before, I'm Italian-American. You're Italian. You spend a lot of time in New York. And as you probably know, we like to butcher the Italian language when it comes to food. So I thought we would play a game. I'm going to name a bunch of butchered Italian american foods and you're gonna have to guess what it is <laughs> sounds good let's do it okay the first one is galamad <laughs> okay we don't know what wait one second uh calamari yes oh my god yes okay ding 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 the second one is gabagool capo di collo yes okay. yes um prosciutto. i watch the i, I watch you watch the sopranos okay uh, <laughs> Okay, yes. Prosciutto, ham. And then ricotta? Ricotta. Yes, and then the last one is pasta fazool. Pasta fagioli. Yeah. Uh, pasta with beans. That's yes. all like, uh, that's all like Carmela, Carmela's vocabulary from The Sopranos. Sopranos is one of my favorite shows, so. I, I've been told, I remind people, I never watched it, which everyone's like, you're from Jersey and you never watched The Sopranos. I'm like, I don't know, my parents wouldn't let me. Um, but everyone tells me <laughs> I remind them of the daughter or I also get, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie. Oh my, really? oh my gosh, it's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, she was also, it's funny because she was also in, uh, in uh, Entourage. Okay. 
and they were calling him uh, Metal Soprano. And uh, yeah, you have something, some resemblance with, yeah. with her. She, she's a great character. I mean, she she uh, like also been changing through through the the I show. Have to watch now. So yeah, okay. I, I love honestly, I love this. Yeah, I, it's one of my favorite shows, and I that's so cool. Like hearing hope, how people in Italy. I hope one day Lexi is gonna let me watch it with her because no, uh, I asked her before. I mean, she yeah, she has to because it's one of my favorite shows. She has, she watched with me Breaking Bad, which is one out of um, another one of my favorite yeah. shows. But she gave it. A, she got to give it a chance to have her it. watch, or you watch something of her favorite shows, and then now you'd be like, "Now you want me?" Yeah, I did. I'm actually even right now watching Stranger Things, which there I didn't watch before. And I actually watched it a little bit. I didn't really like it the first time, but now I'm really liking it. So yeah, I you know we we definitely I watch a few of her shows. Awesome. Uh, but at one point, she got to watch yes. Sopranos because Sopranos one of my favorite. I don't want to wait to. I don't want to wait to have a child that is twenty years old. To no, watch, exactly, you know? exactly. Lexi, if you're listening, yeah. watch The Sopranos with your boyfriend. <laughs> uh, yes, I agree. She has so this was. I'm so glad we finally got to do this. You are now a friend of the show. Me too. Yeah. You're welcome anytime. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I had a great time. Um, please tell Thank everyone you. where they can find you, even though we're already all following you. But you know, for formality's sake. I mean, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook. And, and uh instagram and tiktok on android ember tiktok i'm not really using it but i'll try my best in the future to add more stuff okay when we go to italy to find my man dr andrea we're gonna do a tiktok together yeah so we gotta go over italy so you, we gotta understand if you like the men from the south the men from the yeah mid, mid italy or uh northern guys i love this journey for us yes <laughs> thank Forgive you guys me. so so much for listening thank you to the so believe much. in Bravo besties podcast Woo! thank you so much again for listening to the believe in bravo besties podcast and remember to review and rate this podcast five stars if you love me tap that subscribe button like a cute little butt bye thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube